And this is Hannah Henson. We want to welcome you to Raise Your Standards. This is our third season, episode six, I believe. I should probably double check that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and <laughs> today, uh, we're going to talk to you just about uh, dealing with different hardships and how to kind of not let that get you off of the path that God has for you. But sometimes that does involve the path God has for you, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to talk about kind of different things we've been through, different points that Hannah has gathered from other mentors, individuals, and uh, same here. So we'll kick it off with Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just something that's been on my heart recently has been you know, when life doesn't go as planned or maybe how we thought our lives were going to go. Um, and like Autumn said, sometimes that just leads you to where God has you and where um, he's going. Um, so I have a few points that I was listening to um, recently from Sadie Robertson's podcast, um, which is called, Whoa, That's Good. She had we, a guest. We love the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. We love like we, yes. we would love to be like Sadie Robertson's podcast, but we'll be our yeah. own. But anyways, we love. Yeah, <laughs> right. We have our own. We're, we've got our own gifts, so that's good. Um, so she had Bob Goff on, um, her podcast and Bob Goff has written a few different books. Um, love does, um, everybody always. And then he has a new book called undistracted, um, which I think is really good as well. Um, kind of relevant book too. Um, and he talks about, he really needs that book. And I think a lot of us need that book. So especially myself. Um, but anyway, in the two, those points. So, uh, the first one, Uh, When things don't go how you expected or where you thought, think about what's going on within you during that time, not what's going on around you. So um, to give you context, I'm sure we've said this before, we're both 25-year-old women. Um, We both have full-time jobs and um, other things that we're involved in. Um, I disciple a couple um, eighth grade girls. Um, I've coached, I've done all these things um, within our community. Autumn uh, went and worked for Google and she works with um, a Girl Scout troop, which is amazing. Um, uh, not full time, but yes, on the side. Not full time, but still, <laughs> Just you <to> know. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of things going on, but we do have different lives. Um, and that's okay because we're different people and God's given us different gifts. So I can't focus on what she's doing. I can encourage her and be her cheerleader and be her friend and anything that she needs from me for support, but I can't look at her and be like, I want to be like her. Of course, everybody's like, oh yeah, I want to look up to you, all that great stuff. But it's comes down to, I got to run my own race. Like I can't look to the sides of me at who's alongside me. I need to focus on what God's doing for me as well as cheering on the people around me. Like we're both in our twenties. We're both going, we've been in and out of different seasons of our lives and, um, done a lot of cool things together too. So I think that's just a good reminder to just, yeah, keep in your lane. Um, and then, yeah, moving on to the next point, as far as distractions, um, or comparison, um, focus on what you need go to the father for that. And father, I mean, like God, the father. So, um, cause people are like, well, do you go to your dad? Like, yeah, I probably go to my dad for a few things, but, <laughs> but not everything because he doesn't know me like, um, God does. So, um, yeah, anything that you have as far as plans wise, um, if you're unsure of where you're at in the season that you're in, always go to the father for that. Don't go to 
your friend initially because they're going to tell you something different than what God is actually trying to tell you. Um, that's really hard. You know, I'm mm-hmm. saying this because I need this reminder as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Autumn, is there any distractions that specifically um, have like hindered you or any season that has been hard to walk through? Yeah, there are a lot of thoughts actually coming to my brain when you're talking about that. So I'm trying to think which direction I want to take this first. But in terms of distractions, I would definitely say comparison is huge. And one of the quotes I really enjoy, and it's so true, is comparison is truly the death of joy. So Mm -hmm. even today, I was on TikTok briefly, and I was like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to have a travel blog account. Whoa, maybe I should be a travel blogger. Oh my gosh, how do I do this? Like Within five minutes, I convinced myself that, oh, I could never do that. I Mm -hmm. like, what's even the point of the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I need to snap out of that and be like, God has given me certain gifts. Maybe this other girl is an awesome travel blogger. I do love to travel, but maybe that's not where my strengths align. Maybe it will be one day, but just focusing on what God has given me in this season. And right now that's awesome friendships, podcasts. Like there's so many things going on that I honestly wouldn't have the time and energy to pour into a TikTok account for travel blogging. And social media is okay, but that's just not what I feel passionate about. Um, But with that, so distractions, I would say social media (laughs) would be one of them. Uh, And then other distractions would be, um, I guess, in college, just like the craziness of college. There's always temptations to go out, to do different things, go to the bar, do this, do that. And and then I would convince myself like, well, you know what? I'm too tired. Like, I don't really want to go to church today or, oh, I don't need church. Like I already have my life kind of figured out. And I think the crazy mm-hmm. thing about your twenties and I was listening to a sermon last night from our pastor at our church. Um, she's the wife of the lead pastor, but they're lead pastors together. Anyways. So she was talking about what are your 20s and teens and different years of your life truly for. And she mentioned that the teens are for preparation and 20s are for transition and training, which I don't think I could have said it better because if I look at my life when I was 20, I thought I would marry this person, settle down in Minnesota, maybe have a full-time job near my house. Who knows? Maybe have some kids by now. Nah, man, Mm -hmm. like that did not happen. And God completely Mm -hmm. flipped that. (laughs) And so now it's like, okay, in my 20s, I've moved around multiple times. I've transitioned. And if I look at someone else's life, who's already to that next phase of life, I might be like, why don't I have that? But that's not how God designed Mm -hmm. me to live in this season. And I think that's really, really important, especially for girls to remember to not compare uh, just because we have that tendency to seek comparison. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is such a good, yeah. As far as distractions go, social media is super huge, especially in any generation, young, old, teens, twenties, thirties. Everybody's in such a different place in their life. And yeah, you can easily be accessible to any of that. You can go to Instagram and find something that you'll also find on TikTok. It's always correlated, you know, all the algorithms, like you're going to see something again, because you like looking at it, but then it also kind of creates this um, almost like tailspin because then you're like, am I in the wrong job? Am I in the wrong place? Am I in the wrong? And that's what the enemy likes to do is like, okay, I want to cause confusion. I want to cause distraction, you know, and that's a hundred percent 
um, what is going on in today's world, regardless of the age, really. I mean, it honestly goes down to even like eight and nine and 10 year olds um, in schools, wherever it might be. Um, Bob Goff actually mentioned something in Sadie's podcast, um, which is also really profound. Um, God never compares what he creates. So again, we were all created in his image, but we've all been created for a specific purpose. Everybody's so different. And that's what makes um, everybody work together as a body. Like we talk about the body of Christ in church a lot. Um, yeah, the, it's something about like the eye and the hand. Like if the hand wishes it were the eye, like that's not what it was intended for. Um, I know it's a verse in the Bible, but I'm blanking on where it is. Um, so yeah, maybe that's some homework for our listeners. You know, look up that, um, the body verse. Um, but it's so true. Like you can't, yeah, if you were never supposed to be an eye, then you would never were supposed to be an eye. Like if you were never supposed to have that job, except that you were never supposed to have that job. In the Bible, there's a story um, in the Old Testament um, about a queen named Vashti, who was a queen um, around the time, I think it's Xerxes was a king, um, but it's all through the book of Esther. Um, she was the queen, and then she made a decision not to go in front of um, his friends at this banquet. And the decree at the time was you can't um, resist that. You have to obey the king. So she basically lost her spot as the queen. Uh, the king basically puts on this bachelorette sort of situation where he's picking his bride on beauty and whatever else. So literally the bachelor of the Old Testament. And he picks Esther. So he picks Esther based on beauty and whatever else. Um, but at the time, there was um, a man who was coming out who was like a front of the army for the king that was going to kill Jews. And Esther was a Jew. And as a young girl... She was adopted by um, her uncle because um, her parents died when she was young. And he was always preparing her, um, you know, to be a leader and all this stuff. And um, yeah, when she became queen, he was like, stand up for your people. And she's like, well, I don't know about that. And then they sent letters back and forth to each other. And she finally was like, if I perish, I perish. And she stood up for herself. Um, and the famous quote from that book is for such a time as this. Um, which ropes into God never compares what he creates. Vashti was there for a reason for that season, for that time. And then Esther came into the picture because he had prepared her for that time. So never think that, yeah, you are worth any less than anybody your age, younger, older. It's your race. It's your purpose. And God created you for you, not anybody else. Um, so yeah, and then I got a final thought with Bob Goff and then I'll turn it over to Autumn um, for some points. So the last point from Bob Goff um, that I thought was awesome was a setback should not be a campsite. So if you experience something in your life where you're like, I never thought this would happen to me. I never thought I'd be in this place. Um, don't make yourself stay there. Like, yeah, it's okay to acknowledge that you might be upset with where you're at, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't have a bigger plan for you in it. It doesn't have to be um, a place where you stay. It might be just for a time, you know, you just, you never know, but don't waste the time going, I can't believe I'm in this, you know, make the most of your time, prune out the things that God wants to prune out of you and move on. I think that's the biggest thing. Sounds good. Yeah. And I think also 
another really awesome point, and then I'll kind of dive into the analogy that the pastor is going through, but this was a really good point and something I've heard before, and you can listen to a past episode that I've done uh, after talking to Kenny the Jetsmith, but this is, uh, you can't microwave maturity, and I think not only maturity, <laughs> but you can't microwave a lot of things, <laughs> so um, you can't microwave uh getting your dream job like that doesn't come mm. from you know a quickly doing things talking to one person getting it if it does awesome great you're not like most people mm-hmm. but taking a step back and realizing that that those things don't happen overnight and there's this really funny kind of strange analogy that my roommates and I were coming up with we were talking about chicken which just hang on with me but so chicken, we were talking about how you can't eat cooked chicken. Otherwise you'll get sick. So, or sorry, raw chicken. You can only eat cooked <laughs> chicken. So if you eat raw chicken, you'll get sick. Now, what does this mean in dating life? If you're dating someone who is raw, hasn't been developed, hasn't had God's, you know, faithfulness poured into them, even maybe be a, currently going to church. For me, this looked like someone dating someone who wasn't an active Christian wasn't uh, necessarily prioritizing church on Sundays, wasn't surrounded by a Christian community. Like those are things that really do cook (laughs) your faith and cook who you are developing into. So I think Mm -hmm. to that point, if you were to throw some raw chicken in the microwave, it's not going to turn out super well. Like you need to actually cook it, let it simmer, let it bake and go through the hard seasons that God has. And I think that's really hard to do when you're in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> Hopefully I <laughs> articulated about that, that. Well. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I articulated it well. I love analogies and I think it's just a simple one, but it is something that has actually really stuck with me and I just wanted to share it here. But uh, yeah. I think kind of following that up. So we talked about uh, building character. So uh, the pastor is an analogy of character school. So you don't necessarily want to sign up for character school. So like school in general, or let's say college mm-hmm. and whatever, but you go because you know that it's going to get you to the place you want to be. So what does this mean in your life? So character school and the credentials that you have to develop in order to get to that next phase of life might look like adversity, might look like humility, perseverance, integrity, individuality, taking time to quote unquote, date yourself, taking time to Mm -hmm. get to know yourself and what your needs are. And adaptability is another one that I think is really huge, especially in your twenties to go from relationship to another relationship or from living one place to another place or changing from living with your parents to not living with your parents. There's so many things that we do transition through and those seasons are, are really hard, but you're never going to get to that next place. And that prize, I guess you could say that God has for you without going Mm -hmm. through those hard seasons. And I think right now I'm really in the season of preparation and training to get to that next place that I want to be. And I would love to, I don't know, own my own business someday or do something. And sometimes I'm like, why am I not already there? It's being faithful in the small steps and God will direct that path if that is meant to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm, Yeah. Learning and definitely being able to grow and see it in yourself before you. Yeah. Like we say these things. And for any of you listening, 
this doesn't come easy to us. This isn't like we've mastered these areas of our lives. I mean, yeah, I, when she said jumping relationships and all that, that's definitely been me um, going back and forth and just, yeah, never really knowing or having an intention for dating. Um, so I think that's really something that I'm honing in on, but find what, yeah, God is really knocking on your heart to work on. Um, and it might not be something specific. It might just be overall, like love me more. Like that's what God is saying to you, like worship me more, spend more time with me. Um, and then that's how you're going to learn more about yourself. Um, that's how you're going to learn more about what God is intending in the season, what there is to come, everything. So um, I have like a little tidbit of a verse. Well, not a verse. I guess it's a few verses um, from 2 Timothy 4. Um, and it's about Paul's charge to Timothy. Um, you, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution, suffering, what kinds of things happened to me in a couple different cities? I can't pronounce them. Um, <laughs> the persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and, ha and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So basically to wrap this all together, um, like as long as you stick to yeah, what God is trying to tell you, it's not going to come like that, like cooked chicken, raw chicken. It takes a while to cook. It's not some like easy process. It's not yeah. a couple seconds in the microwave. Especially you know, it does. Cooking it's a good process. chicken. It is a process. You got to season it yeah. a little bit, give it some flavor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, those are, yeah, like God does that, you know, God uh, sp spending time with him, you know, uh, a lot of people say in the Bible, like from infancy, you know, um, the milk to the meat, like getting off the, um, they say the breast milk in the Bible to like the meatier parts of faith. Um, I think that's, yeah, in life, that's in everything that we do. I think that's how our lives were supposed to be. Um, but it's hard because yeah, teaching, rebuking, those are tough words to hear, <laughs> um, that it won't be easy. Um, all those kinds of things, but I mean, that's the walk that we're supposed to walk, um, or the, if you're a believer, um, so yeah, I just think, yeah, putting down those selfish desires of, you know what, I thought my life was going to go this way and pout is not how we should approach it. It should just be, okay, yep. I thought my life was going to go this way and it didn't. So what am I going to learn from it? Right. And I think also, just having a sense of gratitude. So another mm -hmm. example I've had is I got out of a relationship and then all of a sudden I was moving to California, literally knew basically no one here. And so I think at first I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so overwhelming. And, but I knew, like, I knew that God was trying to teach me something and it was so hard to pull myself out of comfort. But I think transitioning to a place where now I'm definitely more uh, 
inclined to go into an environment that I'm not super comfortable with right away to kind of like see what God has for me. So whether that's joining a new church, starting a new job, uh, making new friends, that's something that didn't come super naturally before. But I think just being faithful in those small steps was really important. And then this also really encouraged me uh, last night. She was talking about uh, being able to, um, what's the word? Uh, I guess just focus on being consistent in showing up every day. So whether that's reading your Bible, journaling, reading a book about some topic that God wants you to learn in. Right now I'm reading the best yes, which is essentially don't put too much on your plate. (laughs) Funny, Um, but I, I really need to focus on that. And just the consistency, it might not feel like you're doing much in that day, whether you're devoting 15 minutes, five minutes, something is better than nothing. And I think we can kind of get spun up in, oh, it doesn't even really matter. Like, oh, it's not really making progress or doing anything. It's just like going to the gym. And that's something that if you want to lose weight or if you want to be more fit, you can't microwave it. Like you can't do it overnight. It takes time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's honestly the hardest part, but that's also the most beneficial part because during that season is when God is really molding you and growing you. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I literally tell, that's what I tell all my clients. I'm like, consistency. Well, how am I going to do this? Um, consistency that that'll be the biggest thing. Um, and it's you versus you. It's not you versus anybody else. It's you continually showing up every day, putting in the work, you know, yeah. Reading your Bible, doing all those things. Um, because you want a whole life. You don't want, you know, pieces and parts. You just want to carefully mold it together with God at the center of it. Um, so yeah, that was good. Yeah. And I think too, it's just some reminders that I kind of had for takeaways is character is really formed in those moments that maybe not everyone sees. And uh, she used the example of when her and her husband were starting this church, they really, they had nothing. (laughs) They were running with their old tennis shoes that were worn out. Her husband ended up spraining his foot because he didn't have nice enough shoes to run a half marathon that they were doing. And now coming from borderline poverty level to now building this church and having different locations. It's not something that just all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. bam, this happened and popped up overnight. So I think just remembering that those times, although they are super hard and it is, it is challenging. I've been there. I think now being on the other side of that, just looking at all the fruit that God has put in my life and by fruit, I mean, relationships with friendships, having connections with people I thought I would never be able to have connections with. Uh, So that's just something that I think I definitely have taken away from this. And another thing I just wanted to mention that I think really stuck out to me was she mentioned the pain of regret is always greater than the pain of perseverance. So more than anything, I think this episode Mm -hmm. is just hopefully encouragement to continue to keep going. And I know it's hard. And I know that there might be times where you feel like giving up, whether that's any of the things we mentioned before, working out, Mm -hmm. being consistent, reader of the Bible every day. I'm preaching to the choir. Like I'm preaching to myself too. It's (laughs) like, I'm like, I keep going, you can do it. Um, And that's just something that I think has helped me. And I guess actual actionable steps you can do is 
have accountability buddy, find someone who also wants to grow in those same areas as you, or find someone who has already grown in that area and you want to uh, get to that next step. So that's mm-hmm. just uh, a comment I'll have, but do you have any other yeah. takeaways or comments you want to add? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing, uh, I, well, it's a big thing in our family is accountability. Um, so every action has an accountability. So yeah, whether you, um, let's say you said a negative thing and that spiraled into, you know, someone not liking you or someone getting plugged out of your life, that's still something that you have to face. You know, I think not every, um, don't fight fire with fire, but and you don't always have to make things right, but I think doing what God has called you to do, whether it, yeah, sometimes it is hard to do the right thing, but having accountability and being like, okay, you know, I need to look at what God is teaching me, but what did I do to get myself in this situation too? Are there things that I need to work on Mm -hmm. so that this doesn't happen again? Um, Because yeah, I think we're so quick to go, well, God did this to me or, oh, well, so-and-so did this, so I can't do that. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Biggest pet peeve of mine is when people don't take accountability. Um, and that's something that I need to do myself. You know, like I need to take accountability for what I'm doing, what I need to be working on, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of areas of your life too. Like, yeah, I mean, you mean everyone, (laughs) like your work life, your relationship life, your friendship life. There's so many areas Mm -hmm. where Maybe that's one of your character traits that needs to be developed right now. It's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I guess that's my takeaway would be accountability yeah. and whatever that looks like. It, it could be a small step by saying like, I'm sorry to someone who was really close to you and now you have a distant friendship. Or maybe it's like, hey, I didn't show up for work. So sorry. Like, I really need to make this up to you. Um yeah. Or if it even is like a positive thing, like, okay, I need to take a step towards, you know, following up with the person that I emailed about an interview, or I don't know, maybe it's something like, okay, well, I really want this dog and I want to follow up with them and see if they've gotten the litter. I don't know. I'm just dogs are on my mind, but, um, always, yeah, it could be applied to anything seriously. So yeah. That's good. That's good. So kind of to wrap this up, I think just the main goal of this was to give you concrete examples, to give you motivation, encouragement, to look at the season of life you're in and whether that looks like things that aren't currently going your way, you feel like this season might be super hard. We just want to encourage you that there is hope on the other side. And I'm speaking as someone who has walked through really, really difficult seasons with things and truly felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And although there were roller coaster, life is a roller coaster. There were ups and downs after there were ups and downs in between. I think now I've been able to look back on, I mean, I still have five more years in my twenties, but the five years (laughs) of the beginning of my twenties and look at all that God has done and brought me through different seasons. So just Mm -hmm. want to leave you with that encouragement. Any last words? (laughs) yeah um no I just think I don't know I think it's hard when we accept that things haven't gone our way 
but accept it and life does go on. That sounds really harsh, but it does. Like you'll, there'll be other blessings in the future. It won't maybe look like when you thought it was or what you thought it was, but there will be. And you have to believe and have that hope and that trust in the Lord that it will work out for good, whatever it is. Yeah. I think kind of what Hannah said, the victim mentality of, oh, life sucks. I'm, you know, I'm walking through this hard season. Everything's going wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know it's, I know it's hard, but try and look for, even if it's writing down five things you're grateful for every day or calling a friend, doing the things that bring you joy to get you back on track. Uh, that's, that's where we'll leave you, but hopefully yes. you got something out of this episode. This is not just coming from Hannah and I, but a pastor of church and also Bob Goff, who is really well-known. And I think just having those reminders hopefully will give you some encouragement. And hey, if we're talking fitness, summer's around the corner. So you have, you still got time to get to your summer bod. Oh, <laughs> so yep. no, you don't, you don't have to do that. Do what brings you joy. But <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want any tips, you can just DM me on Instagram too. Yeah. So. Hannah's literally yeah. personal trainer. So she has all the tips and she made me, I won't advertise this actually, but she, she's helped me a lot in my fitness journey. <laughs> if you want a personal training plan, maybe she'll, she'll, if you pay a small fee, <laughs> she'll, she'll make you one. That is super, super helpful. So I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'll That's leave okay. it at that. <laughs> Well, uh, if you like this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe. Um, You can find us on all podcasting platforms. We also have an Instagram. So raise your standards podcast and our personal accounts at Autumn Odeen and at Hannah underscore Henson one. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit about how to raise your standards. See ya. (laughs) 